I've just written a, a post about clean language and I thought it might be helpful to give you some examples. And one that comes to mind is one um, that occurred really when my eldest um, was just going to um, secondary school. So I asked her how she felt about going to secondary school. She was the only one from her class going to that particular school. It was a school she'd chosen um, in quite a spiritual way, actually. Um, all the other schools we'd gone to visit, she was sort of quite logical about it, all about, you know, the sports facilities or the science or, or whatever. This particular school, she just held my hand and said, Mummy, I really want to go to this school. And so uh, that was the school that she was going to. So it was the school she chose, even though, as I said, her friends weren't going. And, and I was anxious, as I suppose most mums are. Um, you know, how did she feel about this? And uh, she said, oh, no, I'm OK, OK. And of course, that doesn't tell you anything. So I decided to use a clean language question. So I said, who are you? Um, what animal are you uh, going to this new school? And she said, um, I'm a tiger. I'm a tiger, she said. So, and this is where clean language comes in. I thought, tiger, hey, that's good, tiger. It sounds quite, you know, big and, you know, quite brave, quite confident. That's really good. You know, I should be pleased about that. But I remembered all I'd been taught about clean language and instead of putting my map of the world of sort of tiger onto what she said, I said, and what kind of tiger is that tiger? And she said, it's a baby tiger. And she said, and I said, and whereabouts is that baby tiger? And she said, the baby tiger's on the edge of the forest. And it's really scared and excited all at the same time. It's it's sort of looking on and thinking this is going to be a really fantastic adventure, but it's a bit scary at the same time. And with that, I think we just stopped and hugged. With that, in a moment, I realised the importance of using clean language because my tiger was quite different from her tiger. I was simply making an assumption. And I think that's um, something that's very important at the moment. I'm working with a lot of children. As you know, I'm a children's therapist. I'm very busy at the moment. And I'm seeing a lot of children who aren't being heard. They are scared. They are worried. They're picking up on parents' worries, parents' concerns, relationship issues between parents, financial issues, all of these sort of worries about the future, about the future for, for them, for their, for their parents, for their grandparents. They are worried. And I think um, parents don't fully appreciate that those children are of you. You are like cling film. They can see, they can pick up, they pick up the energy. What you say isn't anything like as important as the energy you put out there. And when I say energy, I know you may think I'm being very woo-woo, but 
there is energy, there is atmosphere, there is stuff that kids pick up. They're just super sensitive to it. And so when they're worried and they say, um, I'm worried or, you know, or they look worried and we dismiss it and say, it's okay, it's fine, it's okay, your friends are going to be there, it's all the same, your teacher's there, you know. Um, we say these things. What we're actually doing is saying is saying your feelings are not important, they're wrong, uh, they don't matter um, because we're saying that what, what we're saying should matter more, that we're trying to reassure them and, and that's totally understandable that we are. But actually, what we need to do is to hear them. We need to listen. And the post that I've just put up is really giving you some skills, some some nonverbal skills as well, just to be silent and to hold the space, to nod, to smile, to touch, to show that you love them, you hear them, you see them, you acknowledge that this is a difficult time for everyone and that we're all in it together, but that you're there for them and that whatever they want to say, um, they can say to you. And then there's a, a few clean language questions, which just give you some, just some short phrases that you can use to encourage them to dig a little bit deeper and to speak a bit more about it. And the reason that this is really important is that the children that I'm seeing are simply coming to me to be able to talk about how they feel. And the parents who are saying, you know, my child can't, doesn't express their feelings, they can't express their feelings, they don't know how they feel, they do know how they feel. And it, you can actually um, step up and use some of these skills yourself um, in order to be able to just be there for them. So often as parents, we step into that rescuer role, trying to fix, trying to organize, to make everything right. Because as mums, particularly, that's what we feel our job is. And I get that. You know, I've got four children myself. I mean, they're grown up now. But, you know, oh, yes, hey. of course, that's what we want to do. 